Welcome back, boys and girls. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. It was a spectacular 4th of July. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. It was like a fucking war zone here in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to be doing a weekly roundup because I've been gone for about a week and a half or so, and uh, I've missed a lot. I'm dealing with my WordPress, a lot of issues, performance issues. It's uh, kind of been a nightmare, and I haven't been sleeping well. I don't know if you can tell, but we're going to be talking from above the cloud. There's so much I missed, like, you know, for example, the the news around Jewel and the ban of their marketing and then, you know, uh, various other types of news around Kratom and cannabis, of course. So uh, naturally, we should uh, catch up. I didn't know I would miss the show this much. I'm glad I'm back. Uh, so, you know, all of this and more in today's Daily Dose, which is partially brought to you by grassdoor.com. Cannabis delivery made simple at your door in 45 minutes or less, and you can save 40% on your entire purchase when you use the code DAILY at checkout. So first and foremost, cannabis news, as you can see here, um, not a lot going on. There's some global activity, various different countries, different things, um, relatively quiet. We'll see if uh, we'll get any breaking news around um, some kind of federal legalization, decriminalization of cannabis at some point. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but I did tweet this earlier today. Um, I came across this New York Times article talking about how um, Delta 8 works, Delta 8 THC specifically, and uh, how it's got experts worried. I read the article and it was uh, disappointing that they would uh, label it this way. Uh, And so... Of course, I had to tweet about it, as you saw. Um, we, have to st- we have to stop the fear. It's, it's enough. The, um, you, you know, somebody would read that headline and just freak out probably. But if you, if you read further, and I will link it, uh, you'll see that um, their concerns are pretty much the same things uh, of you know, previous uh, products that we've dealt with. Um, they're worried about testing concerns. They're worried about contamination. You know, most of these products are made in pretty well-established facilities, and then they just white label it. You know, everybody gets a brand. So I don't know. Uh, then, of course, uh, you know, this Jewel st- story, um, I didn't get a chance to read it, but we're going to read it together and see why they or trying, or I guess they tried to ban it. This was the 24th of June, uh, their marketing. For the few that know, Juul was about to release their 2.0 device uh, by the end of this year. It's been doing great in Europe. It was going to have half the nicotine content, which I have theories about. My, you know, my general theories around that idea was like, well, people will smoke more and then they'll sell more naturally. People won't realize that because the strength is halved, that uh, they'll be consuming more of it. Quite brilliant. But um, yeah, I'm not sponsored, by the way. Uh, I'm just saying it's, it's a brilliant idea. But what do you expect from Big Tobacco? They are partially owned by Altria now, which owns Philip Morris and various other things that we probably don't know about. Uh, so we'll dive into that so we can better understand what's going on. And then if further below, if you look down, you'll see in that same list, uh, apparently there may have been an appeal by Jules' attorneys uh, to the courts. Uh, so let's see what the hell that means. Um, it's looking like they can continue to sell their product for now. And what, what does that mean exactly? Then, you know, uh, there was um, some things going on in Kratom. So I was looking at uh, the AKA, if you don't know, American Kratom Association. Go follow them. 
they are advocates and they are working tirelessly to try to support the free and, um, and uh, I want to say the free use of Kratom. In any case, let's dive into um, this first one here. As you see, um, cannabis tax will be cut for you Californians. Uh, and it's for the sake of the ailing industry. You know, I don't know how bad it is exactly. I have spoken to can- um, dispensary owners that are suffering and they, and they were vocal about it. Um, will lowering the taxes actually save the uh, industry? There's a good chance it might. Could it be that the damage is already uh, too far gone? You know, um, uh, just too little, too late by the bureaucracy of this state. I don't know, but that's a possibility too to uh, consider. Um, now, I'm going to share the screen with you, and we are going to dive into the jewel story first. So here we have by the FDA.gov, FDA denies authorization to market jewel products. Well. My gosh, why? Um, issued marketing denial orders to Jewel Labs for all their products currently marketed in the U.S. As a result, the company must stop selling and distributing these products. In addition, those currently on the U.S. market must be removed or risk enforcement action. The products include the Jewel device and four types of Jewel pods, Virginia tobacco, um, with concentrations of 5% and 3% and menthol flavored pods at 5% and 3%. Retailers should contact Jewel with any questions about products in their inventory. Okay, so these MDOs only pertain to the commercial distribution, importation, and retail sales of these products and do not restrict individual consumer uh, possession or use. The FDA cannot and will not enforce against individual consumer possession or use of Juul products or any other tobacco products. Well, that is an interesting statement here by the FDA, because I think something very similar was said uh, in in a different different way uh, regarding the ban of all flavored tobacco here in Los Angeles County. Uh, And that happened last month, I think. Very similar words. No enforcement would be taken on those who still possessed flavored tobacco. How are they going to get it? Well, they're going to order it online, of course, but no penalties there. Just uh, for us retailers, we are not allowed to sell it. Uh, after reviewing the company's pre-market, uh, the, the PMTAs that were passed, I think, last year, the FDA determined that the applications lacked sufficient evidence regarding the toxicological profile of the products to demonstrate that Marketing of the products would be appropriate for the protection of the public health. I mean, I guess. I wish I wish I could understand these things a little bit better. I mean, what, what does it need to demonstrate that it's safe for, uh, to protect public health? I mean, they remove flavors. They, they did quite a bit. If you don't remember, they used to have mango and they used to have creme brulee, uh, the strawberry one, I think. All of these were removed some years ago, like I guess now two or three years ago. So uh, what more do they need to do to uh, be allowed to sell their product? Um, And in the meantime, halting their, uh, I mean, it's crazy because it's partially owned by Altria, uh, which owns Philip Morris. And, uh, you know, the tobacco cigarette company, Marlboro. Um, 
how is it they're allowing this to happen? I mean, big tobacco is, has always had a very strong um, presence in terms of lobbying uh, in Washington, D.C. How are they letting this slide? I don't get that. Is this, is this, uh, is this like conquer from within type of strategy here? Uh, is that why they're not doing as much as they can be doing? Uh, don't know. Now, uh, the next piece is uh, talking about how their product is allowed to stay um, available in the U.S., and we're going to find out exactly why that happened. I'm assuming it's probably because of their legal team. So this was reported by NPR. Joel can keep selling its vaping products. This was just like a day after the FDA announced whatever they did. Joel can continue to sell its electronic cigarettes, at least for now, after a federal appeals court on Friday temporarily blocked a government ban. Joel filed an emergency motion earlier Friday seeking the temporary hold while it appeals the sales ban e-cigarette maker had asked the court to pause what it called an extraordinary and unlawful action by the FDA that would have required it to immediately halt its business. Wow. That's crazy. Thankfully they had that, uh, you know, that little card up their sleeve. So for now, what that means exactly, what is for now for this year till next year, To stay on, on the market, companies must show that e-cigarettes benefit public health. Oh, I mean, to keep people from smoking. Uh, the FDA said Jules' application left regulators with significant questions. Okay. Three-judge panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals of uh, District of Columbia uh, Circuit granted Jules' request for a hold. Okay. While Jules remains a top seller, its share of the U.S. Uh, e-cigarette market has dipped about half. God damn, the company was widely blamed for a surge in underage vaping. Uh, the devices, he, okay, great, thanks, NPR. We know how vaporizers work, man. This isn't 2012 when we started seeing, you know, mods and shit, 2013. Um, I just want uh, info, okay. I just want info on, like, how long this will last. And when are they expected to take further action? That's kind of what I'm wondering. In any case, um, now there was uh, some additional news surrounding um, some actions taken in a state that I can't remember. So I'm just going to shut up and share the screen again with you so that you can take a look at um, this information tweeted by the American Kratom Association. So here we are. I saw this a few days ago. There it is, July 3rd. So... Deeply disappointed by Missouri Governor Parson vetoing HB 1667, the Kratom Consumer Protection Act. We want to thank Rep. Uh, Republican Phil, uh, I'm not going to try to say that, and Senator Rader for their tireless commitment to protecting the public. Um, interesting. So if you don't know what this is, the Kratom Consumer Protection Act is just uh, a piece of legislature that would allow um, the continued use and obviously study of Kratom. Now, why, you know, why is it being circulated? It seems that 
they're going from state to state trying to get it passed. I think the last one um, where there was an issue with this specific uh, specific act was in Nevada, maybe two or three months ago. And that Nevada's board of like pharmacy directors or something had come out and said that they wanted to um, amend or completely revoke the uh, Kratom uh, Protection Act from their uh, state government. And there was an uproar over that. Uh, Even now, I don't recall exactly what the outcome was, but this is you know, this is pretty much going from state to state. And the concern for me becomes, uh, here's something that is helping people and it's safe. It's been proven to be safe. It's been, it's been used, uh, by millions of people. Um, and is it really that for on a state by state basis, is this really the last stronghold that we have and the last, um, hurdle the FDA has to overcome because this is what it seems like it's getting down to. The World Health Organization um, would not ban uh, Kratom globally, even though it was, uh, it was um, instructed to do so by the Biden administration just a handful of months ago. Then um, the FDA realized that, okay, that's not going to work. So it, again, is it, are we just left to uh, a a state-by-state kind of um, battle. This could take a while, but um, I'm concerned that we could be somewhere in the middle, like 50-50 or worse, you know, maybe eventually they uh, somehow convince more states to ban it as well until it's just not allowed anymore. I don't, you know, I don't understand, but if you live in a state uh, and they're trying to get this bill passed, the uh, American, uh, sorry, the uh, Kratom Protection, uh, Consumer Protection Act, if you see this come up anywhere in your locality, please um, consider reviewing it and um, keeping it legal in your state. Anyways, that's it for today. Uh, Thanks for joining me. You guys have a wonderful day. I'll catch you on the next one.